Welcome to Growing Together Families, a podcast where we discover ways to connect to God and each other every single day. Now here's your host, Tanya Campen. Welcome to the Growing Together Families podcast and to this new community. My name is Tanya and I am so excited that you are here. I began working on this podcast at the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic when we were all new to the idea of sheltering in place. At that time, it became clear to me that if we were all going to be spending more time at home and with our families and less time, unfortunately, in the walls of our church buildings, that we were going to have to find a new way to connect to God and to each other every day. And maybe not a new way if you've been doing this work for a while with your family, but really focusing on that work at home, really asking, how are we connecting to God? How are we growing in our faith? And how can we do this work at home when we're tired of getting on Zoom, we're tired of listening to things, and we just want to be together and to find rest and comfort and strength and peace in our faith and leaning as we lean into the presence of God. And so as I've been thinking about this over the last year, I realize that now more than ever, what we do at home and what we do with our families really matters when we're talking about growing in our faith, our spirituality, helping our children grow in their faith and strengthening their relationships with God and neighbor. It's important work. And it's important work that shouldn't be left to one day a week. But instead, it should be something that weaves in and through our daily lives. Now, as I say this, I'm imagining that there's a lot of parents and caregivers out there going, oh my goodness, Tanya, this is so exhausting. It's so hard. I don't even take the time I want to to focus on my relationship with God. How can I do this work with my families, with my kids, with my spouse, with my partner? And I'm here to tell you, while it's not easy, we know that it's important and that it's worth it. I'm also here to tell you that it can actually be really simple. The beauty is that God is with us every day and God gives us the tools that we need to step in and to do this work together. And so it's all about finding a rhythm and finding one or two or more practices that work for you and your family. And so I'm excited that you are here as we unpack the possibilities, as we wonder together, as we try things and play and get messy, and as we practice, and as we find tools that work for us, especially during this difficult time. As we get started in this work together, today I want to focus on what it means to create rituals in your home and in your daily lives. Or another way to think about this is to say, let's talk about how we can develop a routine that helps you and your families connect to God and each other every day. We know routine is essential to our daily flow, and it's essential to the daily flow for our children, no matter how old they are. Whether at home, at work, or at school, we organize our day by the events, tasks, and opportunities that life presents. If you are a parent or a caregiver, you know how important routine is to your children. 
I know that's the thing that I I heard the most when I was pregnant with my son. Make sure you get really clear on a routine. Routine is really important. Yes, I would say as I nodded my head thinking, I have no idea what that looks like, but I know it's important. And so today I just, we start with the recognition that routine is important. Creating ritual, routine, structure in our home is important. And that's important around daily living, just as it is around spiritual faith formation. My son is almost two years old, and he is constantly teaching me and his dad the important truth of the need for routine in his life. My husband and I have learned over the last two years that those people that we talked to early on were actually right. Not that we were surprised, but we now have experienced the truth that if we can keep to a simple routine of play, sleep, meals, our son is a lot happier and actually sleeps better and appears to feel better too when things are consistent. We know that when our son is a little cranky, it's probably because he hasn't had his full nap or maybe because things just were off that day. And if I'm going to be completely honest, the times when I have my day mapped out and things don't go according to plan, I admit that I can be a little cranky too. And so we claim the importance of routine in our lives, creating an intentional schedule. And I think where I get tripped up is because there's so many different possibilities, right? I mean, how many of us have said, gosh, if there was only another hour in the day? So the real question becomes, how do we decide what we build into that routine? How do we decide what is important enough that it can help pattern our days and our weeks and our months and our years, our time together. And that's what I really want to talk about today is how do we create routines in our home that help us pattern our days, pattern our time in a way that we are intentionally connecting to God and each other. I know that this can feel overwhelming, and my guess is that as we talk through these possibilities today, that you're probably already doing this work in some way, shape, or form. And so the first invitation is to identify what really matters to you and your family. What are your values? I know that When my husband and I began sheltering in place, we were immediately overwhelmed (laughs) by all things. And we felt like we weren't doing anything well, right? Work was hard. Parenting was hard. Finding time for ourselves, fitness, meals was hard. (laughs) And we really had to take a step back. And we started having conversation about what is most important. At the same time, I was listening to Brene Brown as she reads in her audiobook, Dare to Lead, and, and she talks about the importance of identifying values and patterning your work and your time based on your values. And so I started really reflecting on what that was, and I started journaling and 
thinking about what are my values. And then as my husband and I and our son would go on long walks on the weekend, I would I would ask him, like, this is what I'm thinking. What what are your values? What do you think our values are as a family? And we found these conversations really helpful because we were able to identify what was most important to us. And those values began to help us as we shaped our time together. They began to shape our routines. We would intentionally make time for things that we valued, like evening meals, bedtime prayers, weekend walks, and we would let go of other things. We were able to offer each other grace, especially when things did not go according to plan or when things were not as perfect as I would have liked them to, because we would be able to say, you know what, we're doing the best that we can. And as we move through this time together, we know because we're being intentional that we are going to stay focused and committed to the things that matter. So while some things aren't going to be perfect, our hope was that we would be able to look back on this time and remember the time that we spent together, the memories that we made. And so I want to invite you to just begin this work by asking, what do I value? What is important to me? And then as you name those values, asking, how am I creating space? How am I patterning my days and my weeks in a way that reflects those values? If fitness is important to you, where do I put that in the daily or the weekly or the monthly routine? If mealtime together is important to you, how do you add that and put that into your time together. The same goes for faith formation. If connecting to God and your family is important to you, if growing in your faith together is important to you, and I'm guessing it is because you're listening to this podcast, then we just have to ask, how do we build that into our daily routines and our daily lives? And again, you're going to constantly hear me say, while this feels big, And while there's tons of really good books out there to help you do all kinds of things as a family in faith formation, it can be as simple as a daily prayer. It can be as simple as a weekly opportunity to share with each other what you are grateful for, what you are concerned about. And so I want to invite you just wherever you are, to take a deep breath and let it out knowing we're going to start small and it doesn't have to be big. So as we think about faith formation being something that we want to add into our daily routines, into the pattern and the way that we spend time, our own time and our time with our families, the next step is then to say where in our daily routines and our weekly routines, can we do the important work of faith formation? And many years ago, and I can't even remember who I was listening to, but someone said, you know, there's 
if you look at your day, if you look at your week, there's actually like places that make sense. And so I want to encourage you to think about that. But but the ones that I constantly refer to are meal times, car times, bedtimes. Those are three things that tend to happen in a day and offer opportunity for a check-in, for a prayer, and or offer space for practicing a spiritual discipline together. When we talk about spiritual disciplines, there's all kinds of possibilities and all kinds of things that you can do. And that's one of the reasons I started this podcast is because I want this to be a place where we can come together and we can learn about new spiritual disciplines as we consider the possibility of them being a tool for us in our own individual lives and our own families. And so with every episode, we'll be unpacking a different possibility, a different tool, a different spiritual practice, if you will. But before we do that, it's important, again, for us to recognize we, whatever the tool is, we first need to create intentional space in our daily living and our routines for this important work. Once we've done that, once we've identified kind of when, we can build in what some call rituals. The kids I work with like to call them stampers or markers, but things that help us, that remind us, that call our attention to this important work. So once we decide, you know what, I'm going to really make bedtime, our time for connecting to God and each other. Then we can decide what ritual, what tool do we want to put in to that space that can help us do that work. And I use the word ritual because ideally it's a practice that you do over and over and over again so that it becomes part of who you are. Another word people might use is habit, right? Like it becomes something that you do consistently enough that it just becomes part of your daily flow, your weekly flow. For our family, when our son was first born, I had all those voices in my head that said, okay, we're going to come home and we've got to create routine, right? (laughs) That was the wisdom given to me. And, And I knew it to be true from my experience working with children and families. And so it was kind of in my brain and I was thinking about what is this going to look like? And my husband and I decided to start with bedtime because I talked to him and I said, you know, if we could just have something that we do every night, even though he's still too young to really understand why we're doing these things, it's going to get us in the pattern. It's going to get us in the habit, and it will just become something that we do as a family. It will become our ritual. It will become our routine. And so the very first night we were home with Thumper, we took time at the end of the day to gather in the bedroom to sit in a cozy chair together. We read stories, including a Bible story. We shared what we were grateful for and what we were concerned about. We said a prayer. I offered Luke a blessing. We gave kisses and we said goodnight. From that day, almost two years ago, we have continued to keep that as an important practice in our home. 
Now, I'll be the first to admit, it doesn't always look that easy. <laughs> it doesn't always include all of those things. There's ebb and flow to our ritual and our routine, but we know when it is bedtime, we are going to gather together. We're going to connect. We're going to pray. And we're going to bless our son before he goes to bed. And that has become the ritual and the pattern for our lives. And it's something that we deeply look forward to. Creating space in our daily routines for rituals such as this, for space to practice spiritual disciplines, gives us an opportunity to connect to God and to each other. When we feel afraid, God offers us comfort. When we are worried, God offers us peace. So taking time for faith formation in our homes gives us an opportunity to be with one another as we listen, share, reflect, and grow. Again, you may already be doing this. And so I want to celebrate that. And I want to encourage you to reflect on your current routines, your current rituals. And I invite you just to cling to those and keep using them because they are important. I also want to invite you to be flexible. If something isn't working or you try something and it doesn't work, try it for a little bit. See if you can settle into a rhythm, if, if it'll work for you. But if not, it's okay to let it go and to try something else. Now, I know I've talked a lot about daily rituals, and I want you to hear that there is flexibility in that too. You might choose to build something into your routines every day, but you might also feel like that's too big and too much. And so I encourage you maybe to think about picking something, starting small, and maybe it's you're going to do it every month, or maybe you're going to do it every week. But what's most important is that you pick a time and a practice that you want to try. Just pick one thing, start small, and be intentional about it. And then when that feels comfortable, you can add something else or you can make it, um, you can practice it more often. As I mentioned earlier, my family has daily routines such as bedtime, but we also have weekly ones and monthly routines and rituals too. And many of these actually have become our rituals during this time of the global pandemic. Our family gathers, as we've talked about, once a day for prayer, but we also take time once a week to take a long walk together where we reflect and give thanks and enjoy God's creation. Once a month, we've started identifying family weekends where we try to keep our calendars clear for time together. And so I know that when things get really crazy and feel overwhelming, I can look to my calendar and see there is going to be time for us, intentional space for our family to connect to God and to each other. And it's something that I deeply look forward to and I've come to treasure. Over the last year, as we've journeyed together during this pandemic, I have listened to many families and read so many posts and blogs online and podcasts as we all struggle to find our new rhythm, our new pattern, our new flow of life. I know that many of us, including myself, have struggled with how to do this work well. 
How can we map out our days and intentionally plan when we feel like we're living in chaos? And so it's important to remember that we're not always in control. And sometimes it is like chaos. It's messy. And so it's important to offer ourselves grace, to be flexible, to name what is important to us, and to shape our day according to our values as we find time to do the important work that God calls us to. And it's in my experience that we, when we take that step back and we are intentional with our time and we pay attention to what we value and we create rituals that bring us together, that we experience the peace and the joy and the love that God promises us. So I want to encourage you to find some time, and it doesn't have to be a lot of time, and it could be in bits and pieces. I know I do a lot of this reflecting when I'm on my runs. (laughs) So it might be sitting down to journal, it might be taking a walk outside, but I want to invite you to just think about these three questions. What do I and or my family value? How do those values shape the way I spend my time? How can I build routine using rituals into my life and into my family's life so we have space to connect to God and each other? They're big questions, but the beauty is together you and God can find the answers that work for you and your family. And in future episodes, we'll come back and we'll talk about different possibilities, different practices, different tools that you can use in this intentional space as you continue to do the hard and holy work of connecting to God of connecting to your family and experiencing the grace and the love and the joy that comes in those moments. As you do this work, I invite you to check out the Growing Together Families Facebook group too. This is where I, alongside others, encourage each other to share moments when you are connecting to God and to those you you love. It's also a space where we can offer each other encouragement and support and we can share ideas and we can laugh when things don't go according to plan. So I just encourage you to join us in that group. I also have resources to help you at growingtogetherumc.org. I invite you to come join this community as we practice and learn and grow together. Remember, God is with you. You and your families can connect to God at any point of any day. And only you and your families can find what works best for you. So as you think about your routines, as you identify some rituals you want to try together, or maybe you're already trying, I encourage you to rely on God, to lean on each other, and to always remember, we are not alone. God is with us, and for that, we give thanks. Until next time, know that God has given you all you need to do this important work. Be well. 
You have been listening to Growing Together Families. For podcast notes and resources, visit us at growingtogetherumc.org.